today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Canacadana is uh, running out of supply. <laughs> Rick Samprin here. This is the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Yeah, one of Hamilton's legal recreational cannabis stores being forced to scale back its hours. Canna Cabana, and that's the one located at the center on Barton, says the problem is a lack of product. Owner Stephen Fry says uh, they're going to close on Sundays, and they're also cutting back by at least an hour from Monday to Wednesday. They've also hit the pause button on adding any more staff. Right now there's 27 employees there. They had planned to hire 10 more. Fry says he averages about 5 kilos in sales a day, but the Ontario Cannabis Store won't provide more than 25 kilos of product a week. So you do the math, it's about five days' worth. Hello Cannabis in Dundas also reporting supply issues, but uh, as of right now, not planning any changes to its store hours. The Ontario Cannabis Store says the maximum order sizes are part of quote-unquote temporary measures to address a national shortage of market-ready cannabis. Let's bring out our next guest, Michael Armstrong, PhD Associate Professor, Goodman School of Business at Brock University, and joins us now on the Bill Kelly Show. Michael, good morning. Good morning. Well, supply not meeting demand, uh, that's uh, pretty cut and dry in this case. It's uh, been the story of legalization for the last, uh, well, ever since October. Uh, nationally, there's just not enough uh, cannabis being produced, particularly uh, dry cannabis, a smokable stuff in finished product form. So it's not surprising that the Ontario stores, uh, given that there's only a small number of them serving a very large market, uh, can't keep up with demand. Who who goofed the most, I guess, is the appropriate question. Is it the federal government in only releasing a certain amount of product, or is it the province by opening, I think it's 25 stores, and realizing they were going to have a lot of product? Um, the main problem is that the industry is basically starting up for almost from scratch. So the federal government made a decision uh, way back when it came up with legalization legislation that they wanted to follow the medical pharmaceutical model. As I say, uh, they wanted uh, strict growing conditions, lots of testing, lots of licensing. Uh, so they weren't going to let uh, illegal grow ops just you know, go out and pay a fee and get a license. Uh, so an industry had to start from scratch with building or renovating greenhouses, other uh, growing facilities. So uh, when legalization came in October, they just didn't have enough production capacity yet. Um, so that all, the shortages, in a general sense, all lead back to the original government decision. Uh, now, they could have gone with uh, the approach most of the American states are taking, uh, which is more... Uh, uh, free enterprise approach, if you like. They're saying, okay, anybody wants to go pay a license fee, maybe do some testing, but uh, just go at it. So down the states, a lot of the illegal processors or growers uh, are just converting over. Uh, there's advantages to both. I mean, with the Canadian model, uh, you get a lot more testing, uh, less likelihood of contamination, uh, hopefully some higher product quality, but it means the industry has to build up production capacity almost from zero. Did the government underestimate the demand at all, or, or are they just kind of treading very carefully? Um, the government, well, no one's really sure what the demand is. Right. Uh, people don't, uh, it's hard to get people to honestly report when they're doing something dishonest, uh, buying illegally. Uh, but the government had some pretty good estimates in 2018. Uh, the one I refer to the most is one prepared for Health Canada. 
which uh, suggests the demand per month is around 77,000 kilograms. Uh, that's for all types of cannabis across the country. Uh, production capacity, or uh, unfortunately, it was only about a fifth of that in the legal industry so far. So there's a shortage of uh, 60,000 kilograms per month of cannabis products in Canada. Brock University's Michael Armstrong joining us here on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Rick, in for Bill this week. Uh, will the lack of product, and I think I know the answer to this, will the lack of product just force customers back to the black market and and, and just stick with it and not come back to these legal stores? Uh, well, certainly for the time being, they are uh, sticking with the black market. Uh, the legal industry is only capturing about one-fifth of total demand in Canada, so about four-fifths of the market, four-fifths of uh, customers are still going to their black market suppliers, whether it's a uh, big organized crime or whether it's uh, some guy down the street. Um, so that is continuing. Now, I don't know that it's a, uh, a permanent uh, turnoff. Certainly, it's annoying customers who go into the store and find it's uh, stocked out. Uh, I don't think they're going to blame the retailer too much because you know, the shortages are national. They've been getting enough news coverage. People know it's not the not the local guy's fault. Uh, but certainly it's holding back the uh, the main goal of legalization, which was to uh, get the legal product to displace the, the black market product, uh, hopefully uh, provide a healthier option to consumers and uh, cut back on revenues to uh, illegal operators. What is your best guesstimate as to when the supply issues are going to be rectified, when we're going to see more product in stores? Uh, well, I've given up trying to estimate the <laughs> end date uh, because there's been so many changes and so many uh, bad estimates. But in the shorter term, uh, we did see in the uh, an increase in production uh, going from December to January and again from January to February. Production increased about 16% between January and February in terms of the dry cannabis, which is the stuff that's in, in greatest shortage. Uh, so the industry is moving in the right direction. Um, I think we'll see steady improvement throughout the year, or at least uh, ongoing improvement throughout the year, but as to when it will actually uh, actually be the majority of the market, uh, I think that's difficult to tell, but a long way off. Um, at some point, though, the production capacity is going to stop being the problem uh, in the sense that uh, we're going to run into problems with other issues, like do we have enough stores, uh, is the legal price too high relative to the black market, so not competitive, uh, all the kinds of issues you run into when you try and compete with an established uh, industry. Mm-hmm. Any any concerns about quality of what is being sold through the, the OCS? Um, it depends how you look at quality. I think quality in the sense of uh, safety uh, is probably far higher than the black market. I mean, there are probably uh, illegal operators who, who grow very good product very safely, uh, but the stuff that you buy in the stores, the legal stores, has been tested uh, for all kinds of contamination, uh, pesticides, mold, and that kind of thing. It's labeled, so you know roughly what the potency is, uh, what you're buying. Uh, you don't have to worry about it being laced with some uh, other kind of substance, uh, some other kinds of drug, for example. Um, where quality on the legal side maybe is not so great is in terms of customer satisfaction. Um, so, for example, cust- apparently a lot of experienced users like very high-potency uh, dry cannabis, they're looking for 30% THC content. Uh, the legal industry has, hasn't uh, provided as much of that uh, as they uh, has been desired. 
Uh, likewise, on the uh, oil side, uh, medical users and people looking for kind of a wellness, uh, they're not looking to get high, but they're trying to get healthier in some sense, are looking for oils that are very high in the CBD uh, ingredients. And again, the industry hasn't necessarily provided as much of that as they should. So product mix issues in terms of getting the right types of oils, the right types of dry cannabis, that's uh, a quality issue the industry uh, needs to work on. Hmm. Michael, great discussion. Thanks for the time today. My pleasure. Michael Armstrong, uh, Ph.D., Associate Professor, Goodman School of Business with Brock University, sharing some of his insights on uh, the supply shortage of uh, recreational marijuana in this province, certainly feeling it in Hamilton. If you are a customer of Canna Cabana, they're now going to be closed on Sundays. They're going to reduce their hours of operation between uh, Monday and uh, Wednesday. And uh, they've pressed the pause button on hiring more staff because of that uh, supply issue. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.